The joke they say we repeat every year. After the person dies, they say how holy they were. But the fact is, Hashem Yishabala Kanav Talmud Biyadei. Gemara tells us that the Maila they make an announcement constantly. Ashrei Mishabala Khan, how great it is for whoever comes here with Talmud Biyadei and his learning is in his hands. Obviously, the Maila Elamemes. What else did it do? Sit and learn. But if you don't have your teda, if you didn't prepare on this world, you can get pretty boring up there. The mitzvahs that a person does, obviously, are also of great stature and also have their own type of reward that everyone is given in the Elam HaEmes. So therefore we could also say Achrei Mais, after a person dies, Kedashim. The person needs to be Kedashim. The person needs to have everything in order. Ben Adam Lamakim, a person has ways to the tshuva for different averes, person does. Nakadosh Baruch Hu as a beloved father forgives. Ve'nodam lachaveri, a person needs to ask forgiveness. Um, sometimes it can be done; it should be done in a face-to-face fashion. Sometimes it can be done in a uh, public forum. Each person to their own, how they ask Mechila. But each one of us hopes deep down that we are forgiven for anything that we ever did to anybody. Each one of us, as we're going to discuss the concept of the Vidui, how a person says Vidui, and what halachically the ramifications are of just saying the confessions without actually meaning it, Chasshom. Many mitzvahs are mentioned in these parshas. Yes, we will touch on some of them. Achrimais Ankedashim. We are also holding Perik Shlishi, Pirke Aves. And of course, we'll try to use, have some input from Sechta Saita as well. A fundamental commandment in Pasha's 
Kedushim. Do not go as a tailbearer in your nation. Do not stand on the blood of your friend. Ani Hashem, I am God. Technically, as we just put Achrimais and Gedoshim together, these two commandments are very, very, very connected. When we go around as a tail bearer and we talk rechilus, or we talk about another person, Lashonara, we've heard something they did. Could be last week, could be last year, could be 20 years, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. If we would do it for the improvement of the person, to help the person out, it might have some tayelis. If we do it just to hurt the person, to destroy the person, or just to give the person, a reputation, or to hurt the person in a way, socially, or whatever it might be, Tells us the Torah, Do not stand on the blood of your brother, of your friend. Lashon Har is a very severe thing. Kills three people, we say in Ayyemim. The person listening, the person saying, and the person is talked about. Take a little different focus on this. Rashi says, only Samir Adam Reyecha. What does this mean? Do not stand on your friend's blood. Lirez Misosai, to see in his, as he's dying, you can save him. Do not stand back. Needless to say, if a person is alive, don't carve his heart out person doesn't need any input doesn't need any help they're not drowning they're not hurting they're not dying why put the knife in and turn it in their heart and yet unfortunately this is only too common but Rashi brings two interesting examples. Kigai, for example, says Rashi, Tevea Benar, someone is drowning. Three, actually. Vechaya, and an animal. I list him, or robbers, boy and love, come upon him. So technically, it sounds like Rashi is talking about three different ways a person could be dying. Either they're drowning, or animals attacking them, or thieves are, ch- are trying to kill them. The mere fact that the Taylor tells us, Reyecha, your friend, is in Sakanas Nefashas, 
I needs to be helped. It's very simple. Why do we need special examples for that? Self-understood, self-explanatory. Person's dying. Person's a kind of Help them out. I mean, the truth is, why do we even need the tailor to tell this to us? Fact is, a person sees somebody dying, you've got to help them. The Rebbe was a little child, and he was standing with his mother they were next to the waters, and somebody was drowning. And everybody screaming, somebody help them, somebody help them. The Rebbe, as a child, jumped into the water and pulled the person out. They saw something was going on in the water, a commotion, somebody's helping them, and the Rebbe turned to look for her son, and he wasn't there. He had jumped in and saved the person. He was, I think, eight years old, according to the way the story goes. Do I have to tell you, if you see somebody dying, you have to save them? Obviously. Because in today's day and age, emotional swings go like a pendulum, but they don't always come back. A person can be the best friend, and they hear something about the other person, and boom, they become the worst enemy. They don't want to see them, they don't want to hear from them, they don't want anything to do with them. Amazing. So yes, the tailor needs to command us that if someone's in Sakana, you have to save them. Because unfortunately, common practice, common sense doesn't always dictate what we think it does. Another question, Rashi wants to bring an example of danger, someone in danger, and saving. Why these examples? Drowning, animals, thieves. The truth is though, that these examples are from another source actually. From the Medrash Teres Kahanim on this very Pasuk. And also the Yamada Sanhedrin, if you give me a score at home, Ayin Gimel Maral of 73, side 1. problem we have is Rashi is known, his MO, he doesn't quote things from Chazal, usually. Unless they're totally relevant to the actual Pshutish Mikra, to the simple explanation of the Pasuk. In our case, the Cheda, it would be better to bring a more simple example to this situation that is being described. The Rambam in this Mitzvah writes, a person sees his friend is drowning. I listen by him, my love of thieves are going to fall pounce upon him. Or a wild animal is about to attack him. 
Oisha Shoma Goyim, or he hears non Jews, Oimoisrim, or talebearers, Mechashmulavro, are thinking bad about him. Eitem Leifach, Vilegila Ezen, Chavere, Ediei. He hides this and does not tell his friend about it. But rather, not only does he not tell his friend, he develops now an opinion and a hatred towards his once friend. And any situation as such, if you do this, says Rambam, you are committing the crime Laisamid Adam Reecha. Do not stand on your friend's blood. So the Ramam takes the examples and he adds a little bit of the obligation of saving <coughs> from danger. When you know that the danger is endangering your friend. One needs to go and to tell them. So they can be careful, they can be watch out for it. Sometimes it's just something that doesn't have any endangerment for the person per se, but the person you hear about it, and you don't know how to handle it. So you can handle it by discarding the person, or discarding the rumor, or the even the truth, but lashon hara. If you just discard the person, obviously this is samer adam reyecha. If you just take the person and say, "Oh, they're saying this about you," even if it's true, if it's not true, it doesn't matter. It's not relevant. I now discard you. I throw you under the bus. I despise you. I hate you. I don't want to talk to you again. Or, it's a person that you care enough about, you embrace them and you tell them, so sorry to hear that it's being said about you, so sorry you went through this ordeal, through this torture, you're living with this. I'd love to know how I could support you or help you, I don't know might be a problem that's out of my league, as we say in America. It's definitely not going to burn a bridge with you. If it's a thing of the past, it's bygone. And what I know of you, you don't have any of this, and wouldn't do any of this. You just continue. But by throwing the person out, discarding the person like a shmata, you're able to love like Samar Adam Reyecha. This example is more apropos to the shot of the Pasuk. As Mepharshim say on the spot, the commentary is saying, more after the Teda 
commanded us at the beginning of the pasuk. The Torah stresses and continues with the pasuk leisamer adam reecho. So, although they generally it is prohibited to say rechilas, to speak lashon hara, if it comes to sakanas nefashis and you're literally killing the person by repeating it or by doing something to the person for it, it has to be told and revealed and discussed. And this is the mitzvah. And now, therefore, we see a little bit what Rashi is talking about. He doesn't take the example of Atzalus Chaveri Ayyide Dibur, saving a person through talking. He takes Dafka the Maise. Person he's drowning. You can't say, stop drowning. You can't say to the water, split. Let the person free. You need to do action. You need to jump in, you need to throw something, you need to pull, pull a person out. In that case though, Give us one example. One example, one thing. Person drowning. Why the Chaya? The list him. For what? Rashi has one train of thought. And this is one explanation of the whole thing. Rashi is not writing. He doesn't write. Person drowning, or an animal's coming, or the thieves are coming, and therefore there's three different examples. Rashi writes with a vav chibur, a vav that attaches the words. And therefore as Kavana is, to continue the same example. Someone drowning, and at that time, while they're drowning, comes an animal, or comes thieves. So we can't say that this vav in the word vechaya is like a oi, like or, like we find in some places, vav is used for the word or. Rashi himself is continuing. Vechaya oi listim. If he was using the word oi, he would have used it for chaya as well. But he doesn't. He says vechaya oi listim. Which forces us to understand that what Rashi is writing before this, 
V'chaya means mamish avov meisif. It's an added word. V'chaya is the second part. Try to stop the video at 20 minutes. Oh, here we go. Okay, video part two, Achri Kedoshim. First part was 20 minutes. Now we're continuing. And we're continuing with Rashi, the words, Vechaya, I list them. Frat, especially in Teres Kahanim, the Gemara says, Oichaya, where Rashi says, no, Vechaya. Rashi's intention is that the animal is also in the picture here. Person drowning and there's an animal. A lot of danger around. What's Rashi saying? Now the truth is there's a lot to talk about the Rebbe says There'll come a time the Rebbe explained this in full length. And there are other sikhs. But here, in the nutshell, the Rebbe says, fact that the person sees his friend in danger, he has to do everything that he can in his powers to save him. Either by talking or by action. You don't throw a friend, a loved one, under the bus. You don't just dump them on their faces. So this fact is simple. If I tell you to save a person's money, you shouldn't have monetary loss. Of course, you have to help your friend. But it's talking about all this nafshi. I mean, you're saving the guy's life. If the guy loses all his money, so therefore, it's only right, it only makes sense for you to go out there and help. So the Yamada that we spoke about in Sanhedrin, Talks about Ashava Saveda, returning a lost item. Teaches also the obligation of saving a person. It was a loss of life. And he adds, even if you have to hire somebody to go save the person, there's also an obligation to do so. To understand, to explain exactly how these concepts come together. And Rashi brings an example. Someone who sees his friend and are coming to him. Why? What does one have to do the other? When a person, Rahman is vulnerable. And they're in a situation, a predicament where things are, they're weak. For some reason, the vultures start to hover.
Generally, if a person's drowning in the water, tell the tater, okay, jump in and get him. But no. The tater saying that if the chaya and listen, if it's dangerous water, wild, strong water, strong flow, whatever it is, dangering yourself, you don't know if you'll come up either. So it's a little more difficult to even think do you do that or not? And then just both of you die. When you see a friend drowning, and on top of that, the chaya or the listim are coming, then you really have a question. You got a double barrel sakana here. The person drowning in the water is flailing in the water. They have a problem. They don't know what to do. But the animal that walks by sees it. And generally this animal, if it sees a person, he gets scared from a person. The person goes, boo, and the animal runs away. But here, the animal sees the person in a weak state, in a vulnerable state. And the animal starts to circle. The animal's waiting to come in for the kill because it sees the person cannot fight back. And the same with the listen. So each one of their own is not necessarily such sakana. The problem that we have is that they ultimately come together. A person drowning and splashing in the water trying to save themselves attracts the animals that come and watch. So the Rashi mentioning here, Chaya, it's not a Chaya though. It's not an animal that generally is scary, that generally would kill a person. It's a Chaya that generally would be scared of the person. If they saw a person, they'd run away. But like I said, when I see a person, like a butterfly in the, in the middle of the water, flailing and jumping, sees the person weak and vulnerable, that's when they come in for the kill. And this situation, the correct situation, you don't fear like in a regular situation. And the same if the thieves were walking by and saw somebody drowning, would also say, okay, we have no problem, we can take this guy down, because he's drowning. He's very weak. We can take his money, we can take everything. So when you see a friend, therefore, that son drowning, and wants to jump to the river to save him you can obviously be weary and suspicious of the animal that might be waiting in the lurch because they usually come when they hear these things and therefore the Pasuk says it doesn't say help the person 
It says, Do not stand on his blood. You could definitely save him from drowning. And you have an obligation to do so. But you don't have to worry about the animals that are going to come attack. Because you are the one that's coming to save. And since you're not weak, like the, dr- the person drowning, the animal's going to run away. So it's only a suspicion that maybe the animal will be there. But because of that suspicion, you have no right to delay or to push away the salvation of the person. And the truth is that the video has once again died. Truth is that we already spoke about this in many circumstances. Whether or not we are obligated to endanger ourselves for a suspicion of a danger of somebody else to save another person. A person from certain death. As we would see from what we hear, from what they are saying about the person, And still in all, he explains here in Shittas Rashi, calling Shemikra, that sometimes it doesn't fit exactly Halach Lamaisa. What she means to say is to be Mechadish, that the person has to save his friend, even if he's endangering his own life as well. We spoke before about Vidui. And we said the dinner Vidui. Subject is no longer on the video because the video once again froze. The dinner Vidui of confession, the Ramam writes, And he will. Say vidui. Confession on all the sins. Kolam is vada bidvarim v'legama b'livei lazev. Anyone who says vidui, but does not have complete resolution in his heart to retract and to go away and to leave what he did. This is compared to somebody who tables in the mikveh holding a sheretz in his hand. Holding an, a dead a vermin, a dead uh, bug of sort. That would ultimately make him tummy. So the question comes about 
Is it Is it worth anything or not? Table of is beyond By saying this, we're saying that the vidui is considered something. Because you're saying he's tabling. He's dipping in the mikveh. Elamai. The sin. The sheretz is still in his hand. So why is it considered vidui? called America lip service only doesn't really have regrets on his sin in that case why do we even consider that he even tabled shouldn't even be considered as a tefillah as he dipped we can explain this by the recitation of Vidui in a continuous way alone on an outward fashion just not with a sincerity that a person saying it but he doesn't really have any kind of connection with it but any place that it has a tayelis for the nature of the person is when he says something out of his mouth and his heart and it comes from his heart they're usually on the same page and this brings about obviously humility, embarrassment at that moment at least and therefore you know the person is not comfortable so the fact that this person is embarrassed at this moment for what he had done This means that they're coming about to doing tshuva. It's not tshuva gemura, because he has to leave that whole sin behind. But there is a union. There is something here, and therefore it's considered a tevil. By saying the vidui, even before repenting fully, it has something there. It's a step towards the aveda of tshuva. And therefore, it's considered a tefillah. But unfortunately, it's still as if the shirt's in his hand. We begin the Pasha, Achrimais, talking about the Kain Godel's service in the Kedish Kadashim at one time a year on Yom Kippur. And the way Ken Godel had to act and behave, the garment that he bu- that he put on, etc.
So the question that's asked, sorry, I'm going to restart the video so that maybe we, we get some part of this shared in here. This is part three of the video. Small part of the shear was missed in the middle, approximately ten minutes. And I'm afraid the first two parts are also not recorded properly because the video doesn't work well. I'm sorry. He told, do not come whenever you want to the Kaddish, and you won't die. This happens after the death of the two sons, Aaron is commanded, don't come into Kaddish except for Yom Kippur, and only with certain certain, certain sacrifices. And this is very next to a very stringent warning. And if you're not going to listen, you better listen because with Ayamus you don't want to die. For the two children of Aaron died already like this. They went into the Kadesh not the way they should have. Very flabbergasting this whole story. Aaron needs to be warned, seriously. He needs to be warned not to go into the Kadesh when he's not allowed to. Talking about Aaron Akayin. Threaten him and tell him that if you go in, you're going to die. It's more than sufficient just to tell him that you can't go into the Kadesh. And that's it. The Rechaim HaKadosh says, when it comes to the death of the children of Aaron, of the we spoke, they wanted to get closer and closer to God. From their great thirst and the light of Pnei Melech Chaim, they couldn't hold themselves back from getting closer and embracing and with the hug and the kiss and the embracement of God till literally their souls left them. And this is therefore the Pasuk says, it doesn't say that they walked in, they became they became closer and by them coming closer to Akadish Baruch when they died. However, this is a part sin. Because the intention was to although the intention was to become one with God and become closer to God, Aaron and the remaining children did not behave like this. The Aveda of a person has to be in a Shama Beguf. To continue bringing down the light of Hashem in the world, in the physical world. So much so that the world should be fit to be a dwelling place in a Mishkan Takaj For this, a person needs to be very careful constantly. He should not ever 
reach to a level of Kalei Tzanefesh and to reach to leave Chas their mission and therefore now we understand to explain the commandment of Hashem to Aaron with this warning you shall not die it's not God forbid a warning a threat that you're going to die if you don't keep this but rather the inner depth of the entire issue, of situation the words they are part of the commandment itself Do the mitzvah and don't die. Not do the mitzvah or you'll, if you, if you do it this way, or if you don't do it this way, you'll die. But do it and also don't die. The next of our come calls an avsham. El abede vishavel and this is what war- the warning of a Baruch to Aaron. Do not come in such a situation, in such a state, that your attachment and getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu just takes the Nisham out of you. Don't come at any time and find yourself just reaching higher and higher. And don't die, for gosh sake. Kedoshim is being told to tell the Yidden, speak to them, tell them they should be holy, for I am holy. And Rashi tells us Nemer Hakel. This is said in Hakel. Because the basic part, most of the Tera, is dependent on this. This is a very, very mainstay, important lesson in how we have to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What Moshe was doing, or was being told to do, is to bring the Yidin closer to bring them into the inner circles, to make them understand and to make them kalim, vessels, to accept the godliness of God. But in order to do so, in order to do so, there are two paths. How we bring one closer to the Avedis Hashem Yisbarach. One is to stress the concept of Sur Merah. Repent, clear up your act, turn away from the evil, turn away from the bad that you've been doing. Fire and brimstone. After 120 years, you know what's going to happen to you if you don't. And some people take to that 
and they get, shall we say, intimidated, to say the least, and they say, okay, 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 you got me. I'm ready to do tshuva. And then we have the other approach. The stress on the v'asei toiv. Making somebody and convincing somebody to be good. Telling them how important it is that they're good. Tell them how how much is accomplished when they're good. How connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Taylor and Mitzvahs. How great they are. How great their Neshama is. How great their merits are. What kind of schus they have. What kind of schus I have to talk to you and to tell you and, to tell you and educate you. This is what the lesson, direct lesson of the beginning of this parasha tells us. When we gather together B'nai Yisrael to speak to them about the concepts of Teda, we need to start off with the stress of the fact that Kideshim Tiyu Kikadesh Ani. HaKadosh Baruch was telling us, Be holy, for I am holy. Emanate me, says God, not become a God. But to understand that your neshama is mamish, is part of God. Oh my gosh, again? And therefore, you have a potential to be and to become. says in the Pasha one needs to fear their father now she says how does one fear their father person fears their father by not sitting in his seat says Rashi not sitting in his seat you fear your father so there's obviously a deeper meaning and explanation to that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our Father in Heaven. By the way, this is, I think, part four of today's video. If it has any kind of anything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our Father in Heaven. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Don't sit in my seat. Don't sit there and try to run the world. Don't sit there and try to show you know what you're doing, you know how to do this, you know how to get this doing. Stay in your own seat. Know your place. Know who you are, know what your value is. Kikodesh Oni says For I am the Holy One. To go off a moment to because I honestly don't know the time frame of this year anymore. So I usually rely on the video going for 60 minutes. But since the video broke up so many times and the dragging, I'm not sure how long this, this has gone.
The Mishnah tells us, Perik Shlishi, Mishnah Zayin. Give him his because you and yours are his. is also by David. For yours is everything, and from your hand, giving to you. Another din, another concept in the same Mishnah. A person's going on the road and he's learning Torah. Umafsik Mishnah saying he stops to learn a moment. And Amen, he says, Ma no Elon how beautiful this tree is. Ma no this just uh, admiring the landscape. Tells us the person has made it as if he is Chayev Misa for this. Now, Mephoshim asks, what's the difference in this Mishnah and the Mishnah prior in Mishnah Dalit, where it says, Rebbe ben Chachinoi Eimer Chuli, he says a few things, and finally he says, a person is going alone, and he has his heart to frivolous things, Chuli, and he says, what? What? Is the difference? Then keep your score at home. The Yimara Baba Kama Lamed Amar Aleph Thirty Side One. Haimanda Bayi Lamevich Hasido Chuli Yikayim Yudah Avos. The person wants to be a Chosid to keep the words of Pirkei Avos. Kulema, which means to say that Besechtas Avos is the Fnimishur Hasadin. The Milud is the Chasidusa. They're not just Halachas. And according to this, we explain the two Mishnas. They're one level higher than the other. Although they're both talking about the Mishudas Adin, more than the Din itself, they have many levels. In our Mishnah, the lesson is even higher than the one before. And more so, we say, that even the Mishnah prior where it talks about Rebbe Chanina Ben Chachinoi, it comes only to give us a lesson in the Mishnah before that one. Where it says, Three people sitting at a table and eating, and there's no Devereitera, it's if they're partaking of meal of dead people. And the same also, three Mishnahis, these three Mishnahs, Shimon, and what Rabbi Chanina ben Chanoi says, and Rabbi Yaakov, these are all levels, one higher than the other. And all how to become a greater Chassid. The words of Rabbi Shimon is talking about the situation that's not a situation of danger. Talking about sitting and eating. Truth is, it becomes there are questions on that whole Mishnah, because the fact is, you're not allowed to talk during eating, you're endangering yourself by talking about eating, but we're not getting into that now. 
So it's not a situation of life and death. Afterwards, Rabbi Hanina adds in Mil Chasidusa that we have to learn Teda also when we're going alone on the road. The halacha of going on the road, especially alone, is dangerous. Yud Amid Beis. It talks about the Pasuk Al Tirikus where Yaakov tells his children as they're going out to ro- to the road, Al going down to Egypt, Al Tisasku, but Varalachas Shematirikus Aleichem Adarech. Don't get involved in Alachas because maybe you guys are going to get fight, end up fighting. Al Tisasku with Varalachas. Okay, and therefore Mika Din going on the road alone. Part of learning, but still in all, Chanina adds to be the Fnimish Rishadin, Milsa the Chasidusa, and keeping the middle of the Ovis, that we have a Chayv to learn Taylor in every situation, even when he's going alone on the road. And on this, Rabbi Yaakov adds in our Mishnah. In addition to the Minichsidis, in a higher level even, that even though we already Mekayim, what it says in the Pasuk, Mahalach B'derech V'shayna, you were going and you were learning. But you stopped, not just to Mephana Libra Not just to get focused on what's going on. He wants to think about the godless Habedi, the greatness of Akadish Baruch's creation, and to praise Mana Ilan Zeh, Umana Nir Zeh, the river, the world, the trees. This teaches us of Yaakov. Even to praise God. You're not allowed to if it involves being mafsik limit hatera. The man in Satan talks about um, people who make there's insincere demonstrations to show that how holy they are. And Rachma Yitzchak says, so if you keep the score at home, it's Chavbez on Bez. The mitamra, mitamra. The hidden thoughts are hidden from other people. Or the Megalia, Megalia. And the revealed actions are revealed to others. They see what you act, how you act. Beidine Rabbele is Bora Mihani Dechafu Gunde. The great court, the Maila, Bezeshamaila, everything is revealed. It'll punish those who wrap themselves up in cloaks and that they're fringed with tzitzes which are not real. Then the Yamada says one last statement about being. Insincere, in your piety, 
King Yanai said to his wife, Altisiori mina Purushan, do not be afraid of the Purushan. Vilemish ain't a Purushan, and not those who are not Purushan. Eliminat Svuin, rather be fear those that are pretenders. Shedaim and the Purushan, they look like the Purushan, they are separating themselves from any kind of worldly things. Shemazayan Kimaisa Zimri, their work, their action, their wicked action is like Zimri, Umavakshin Schar Pinchas, but still they ask for the reward of Pinchas. Going into again the main statement of the Parsha being of the Samir Adam Reacha. See to it that we never step on or never hurt Khazashalom, fellow Jew. No matter what we see or hear, we always have to be there for them. They say that Rachel don't take the Lashonara and make it into something, but rather be supportive, helpful. And with this, Akash Baruch will take on the Achtus of Klal Yisrael. There was a the Ger, as it was called. It was the son of a of a king. His name was Avram and Avram. When we found out he was Megayer, they took him to kill him. When they took him to kill him, there was one tzaddik that went there to hear the bracha that he made when he was dying on Kiddush Hashem was being burnt at the stake. He put himself in Sakanas the Fashas to be there. But he wanted to be able to answer Amen on the bracha that this man would make on Kiddush Hashem. And he said, or it was said, had there been a minion, had there been ten people there, when this happened, Shiach would have come. If ten people would have stood there answering Amen on his brach of Kiddush Hashem, Shiach would have come. And this, therefore, is what we need to do and stand up to all Nisyanis and tests and we say Amen to this we see this Nefesh and may HaKadosh Baruch redeem us from this bitter bitter Golos Mashiach now this Shabbos Shabbos to all